Hello, and welcome back to the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. This is Penny Sansbury and Amy Cornell. Amy, welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. This is exciting. I know. I'm. This is. This was actually your idea for the show. This was an idea that, once again, a lot of our ideas kind of start in text. Mm-hmm and then morph into show ideas. So do you want to talk a little bit about the genesis of the show? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I know. So we are, we've talked about this before. We're constantly on Amazon. We're constantly keeping an eye out for things, doing you know research, working for with clients, things like that. And as usual, we always keep our eyes peeled for anything new, different. And if anybody listening follows us regularly, you're probably like another Amazon update. No, another like, Amazon show. Really? It's like, but true. Amazon's pulling a lot of stuff on us right now. I know, so, they really are. Yeah. And we, I recently caught them showing books with their, in the search result, with their average star rating only. And maybe some of y'all have seen this already because Penny, this is not something that just disappeared. Um, no. I'm still seeing this. So not the actual number of reviews, but the average star rating. And this was on Safari. Penny, have you seen it on Chrome yet? I have I- not seen it yet on Chrome, but I have seen it on Safari. It was gone yesterday. So yesterday they had the average number and the number of reviews. Okay. But then the day before it just had the average number. So Amazon is definitely testing this and it could be that they're rolling it out in beta because it takes a while for the site sometimes to sort of absorb, if that makes sense. I can't even imagine, yeah. Yeah, to sort of absorb these changes because the site is so massive. Mm-hmm. And I was no, I was noticing it on my app as well on my phone because Penny and I were talking about a new book that we're starting to read. And so I anyway, I just went back to the listing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's on my app now. I'm only seeing the average number or the average review number instead Isn't of the cr- number of reviews. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And let me just, for, for those of you uh, obviously listening, um, let me kind of explain what we mean if you're not familiar with that because I know sometimes we get so granular about this and throughout terminology and I know sometimes it's hard to to kind of follow along a little bit but when Amy talks about the search so if you go into Amazon and you pop in a search term like let's say uh book marketing for authors or books about holiday cooking or something like that it'll pull up a search page And that search page has all of the books that Amazon deems appropriate for the search string that you just typed in. That's where where Amy and I are seeing these average star ratings with and without number of reviews. Mm -hmm. So just, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're listening to this on your phone, Take, don't stop the show and pause us. <laughs> don't know, do this. Stay with us. Stay with stay us. Stay with us. Um, but definitely take, uh, you know, check it out. And if you see this as well, shoot us over an email and let us know. So, Amy, what do you think that this means, this this new way of looking at searches on Amazon? I know. And I will admit for as it, anybody who knows me really well probably would find this surprising, but 
with all these Amazon changes, I don't know why, but I've been leaning towards silver linings. Maybe just because it's like I'm accepting our fate type of a thing. So maybe it's not as positive sounding as <laughs> as I'm trying to make it sound like. But actually what I like immediately thought of was that this is actually a pretty good thing for new releases or even books that have been out for a little while that have good reviews, but not a lot of them. So books that are you know, we we actually get a lot of authors that write us, Penny, right? That say, people that have read my book really love it, but I'm not getting a lot of traction, you know? Yeah. And this is great for those people because what this will likely do is encourage shoppers to click on a book simply because it's got a great cover because, right, we know that's a deal breaker. The title is intriguing, but then they see a review average that's positive and they'll click on that book not because it has 2,654 reviews, but because it's got an average of four and a half stars, right? Or something like that. So it gives them a shot. So like a book with only 10 reviews will likely, there's very good chance, again, if it has a great cover, it might start getting a lot more clicks in search if it's got everything else going for it because shoppers won't be distracted by the fact that the book right underneath it has like 500 reviews, you know? Right, right, exactly. So it does... It does level the playing field. It's also, I think, probably upsetting to authors who are like, well, so we're told to get lots of reviews. And now apparently we don't need lots of reviews because Amazon's just going to show the average. Right. Um, and I mean, I think. And that's just in search. So far, you still see the number of views on the book page, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, that's what I'm seeing. So once they get over there, if they're already intrigued, they will still see any of you that have worked really hard to get an impressive number of reviews that will still be validated once they actually get on your book page for sure. You're not losing that completely, at least not yet. At least not yet. I know, right? Sorry. See, I'm not as positive as I think I am. <laughs> there, there went Amy's silver lining. So how do you think that in your estimation, how do you think that this is going to affect, like, how is this going to change the book retail side of Amazon? That's really cool. And I love, again, you mentioned playing field. You know, again, I think books that weren't getting a lot of clicks before, again, I feel like I shouldn't say anymore, but you got to have a good cover. I mean, you really essentially have to have an excellent product because that book cover is going to mean a lot more if they're not telling you how many reviews, you know, people are going to go with their instinctual like cover that captivates them. Those are going to get more clicks. But then once they land on your page, if you still only have 10 reviews, you've got to sell them. You still have to have an outstanding book page to keep them there long enough to read your description, to check out the reviews that you do have, to read your bio, to go through your author central, like anything you've added to author central to optimize your page. You know, once they get over there, if your page is only so so, they'll click out of there so fast, and you probably won't ever get that shopper back. Yeah. Well, and I, I think the other one of the things that you mentioned so, the book cover, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, wow, if they make that change and I only have one five star review, that's going to make my book look great on this search page. Um, mm-hmm. It will, but users still aren't going to click over to your retail page if your cover isn't compelling enough. Spot right. Mm-hmm. So, so I think, I mean, obviously it all matters. We always talk about how it all matters, but this change I think is really um, 
I, you know, I don't know if Amazon is trying to battle the the age old issue of the review abuse, which we know has been mm-hmm. um, it, it, it's everywhere, right? right? As much as Amazon's like, well, we only like verified, and I'm sorry, this is not how Amazon sounds, but <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, we only like verified purchase reviews and. You know, you have to be like, we have all these reviews, terms of service. And then all of a sudden, because like, Amy, you can't, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not like throwing you under the bus here, but you have a hard time reviewing books on Amazon, right? Oh, I do. Yeah. Because I'm on Amazon so much and going through pages and doing searches and clicking through. I'm on there so much. I swear they think I'm up to no good. So when I go to post a review eight times out of 10 for a book, I can do other products, but for books, for books they yeah. like got my IP address up on the cork board in the break room. And they're like, do not let this person, <laughs> you know, review books because she's just trolling the site all the time. She can't possibly be writing legitimate reviews, which is really bums me out actually. <laughs> which is, which is really kind of crazy because that's where, um, that's where you think, well, okay. So Amy, and you know, I would, you, I've seen you write reviews. You write great reviews. I would welcome a review by you on my book for Amazon. We'll probably pull it down because we know each other. We work together, blah, blah, blah. But that aside, it's interesting how Amazon creates these, these barriers, creates these rules, which that rule, frankly, just because you're on the site a lot is kind of ridiculous because isn't that the purpose of, you know, the website? Like don't want people on there a lot anyway, but I know. The review abuse thing is really, I mean, we know that this recently happened with um with Elizabeth Gil with excuse me, with Elizabeth Gilbert's book, um, The Snow Forest, which would, would, didn't actually get negative reviews on Amazon, but they got it got populated with like review bombed on Goodreads because a bunch of people didn't like the fact that she set this book in Russia. Right. Which just, you know, and I sound, I don't mean to sound flippant. I'm not flippant about this because this was an awful thing, but I'm like, really? We, so now we, we can't have books set in Russia anymore. What is wrong with you people? Right. I know 100%. It's like whatever is cool to hate in the headlines affects everybody. It's like, Thank cancel you. it all, cancel it all. You know, it's really unfair. And for what it's worth, you know, to everybody listening, uh, I correct me if I'm wrong, Penny, or if I've gotten any of the details wrong, but essentially because she's with a big publisher, they were able to make the book available. They did a, you know, like a give early giveaway and things like that on Goodreads, right? That's where the networking came from on Goodreads. That's where the networking came from. But I mean, they yeah. didn't give away enough books to you know these reviews were not from all the books that they get because i want to say she had i i, I the, the the page is gone now but and i can find it somewhere but i want to say it was an excess of like 500 one star reviews or something from people it's not just, wild it wasn't this like six months ahead of the release or was it even longer the release actually was going to be in february of 2024 which would have been the two-year oh anniversary of the ukraine war and people were like oh well, that's insensitive that's heartless i'm like really yeah i mean You know, if we're going to get, I mean, I could just go down this rabbit hole and then we'd have weird reviews on the podcast. Entirely different podcast. Entirely different (laughs) podcast. But it just, it seemed, first off, for somebody 
like Elizabeth Gilbert, who was most best known for her book, Eat, Pray, Love, which was an amazing book. Um, it's really a shame. And, and I think that obviously Amazon and Goodreads, Am- Goodreads is owned by Amazon, for those of you who don't know. Um, it's really a shame that this is allowed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think that Amazon, I don't know if the what you have discovered is going to help with that. I don't know how it would actually. Um, Maybe it's a combination of some of the new things, you know? It could be. Like Amazon using the AI to filter through and try to figure out, you know, I think they're using it also to quality control, you know, what people are posting in reviews because they've also made it very clear. They're not telling us exactly how they're doing it. They're not giving us the secret sauce, but they also made it very clear that detailed, thorough quality reviews are going to carry more weight. So if you post a very light, vague review and give a book two stars because of it, that's actually not going to realistically with the new system, they claim it's not going to affect your star rating because Amazon doesn't find that review valid or helpful or, you know what I mean? It doesn't serve the purpose that they are looking, you know what I mean? That reviews are intended to serve. You can you can not like a book and have actually quality input to share, and that will count. But I think they, you know, they're trying to say that they're attempting to rectify some of this abuse in terms of people just trashing books with low ratings and um, you know, garbage reviews. Yeah, it's it's gonna be, I tell you something, it's gonna be hard to do. I know that we're gonna do a podcast separately on how AI is taking over Amazon, and I don't mean <laughs> how AI is is creating review synopsis on the page. And we don't want to get too far into that conversation because I know we're going to be recording it separately, but it is it is problematic for Amazon right now. I mean, I think that they have, you know, when you consider the number of books that get published every day, 8,216, you know, nice. and if you say, okay, so let's say that 75% of those books wind up on Amazon, it's probably more like 95%, but whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a really big number for Amazon to wrestle with. Not that I'm, look, I'm not, I, I think that there needs to, I think if you can write an algorithm that can tank one book and elevate another, um, you can fix this problem. But right. the issue has really been that books, you know, Amazon built their empire on books. And We are all grateful that they did that because it has given exposure to authors who might not otherwise get exposure. So awesome applause, take a bow, Amazon. But now Amazon doesn't really prioritize, you know, Amazon doesn't prioritize books over everything else. Mm -hmm. So that's where we end up getting, um, for lack of a better term, you know, crappy responses and if you end up getting, and I know this is not a show about getting negative reviews, but people have asked me like, well, I know that these reviews are fake. What do I do? Like, I don't really know. I mean, you can try writing Amazon, but there's some guy, you know, sitting behind his desk probably doesn't care. I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe does care. I shouldn't like just blanket label because now I'm going to get, now we're going to get even worse reviews on iTunes. Oh my gosh. And he just said bad things about the customer service at Amazon. But I mean, if you've ever dealt with the customer service at, service mm-hmm. at Amazon, you know that these people are completely inundated with everybody's hit, issues. Yeah, it's hit and miss. It really is. It's really hit and miss. I've had times when I've had great success with people 
Mm-hmm. And have really, you know, they will go down the rabbit hole and try to figure this out. But for an issue like negative reviews, ah, you know, I just don't know. I, I know. don't, you know. You're right, Penny. And I think you hit on something too, that Amazon, they started one way and they've let books fall off in terms of a priority. And mm-hmm. I think for a while they were really riding the wave of all these reviews, you know, once these review services came out there, all of a sudden they like blew up all these different ways to get reviews. And all of a sudden books were getting over a thousand reviews. And I think Amazon liked that for a while because it showed that they were the place to be, you know what I mean? To find books and to get opinions on books and to get book recommendations. I mean, it really, those kind of numbers show how many people are using the site in theory, but then, you know, the curtain was kind of drawn back a little bit and we all got a little bit smarter about how easy it is to get reviews with some of these services and how they're oftentimes not very legitimate. And you know what I mean? The list goes on. But so I think they, it snowballed into something that now they are trying to get back under control because they lost some credibility once it got so over the top. And, you know, especially with, Oh, sorry. It's a personal, like, thing with me with the being able to rate a book without providing a written review really grinds my gears. Well, and that to me is lazy. I mean, yeah. that that's a, la- you know, writing a review, writing a thoughtful review is not an easy thing to do. You really have to have, you know, you really have to spend a little bit of time with it. I'm, and I'm not, you know, you don't like, it's not asking an hour of your time. I mean, if you're going to take an hour to write a review, God love you. Then I want you to write all my reviews too. But um, the, you know, the, the Amazon has to prioritize, Amazon has to start prioritizing their authors again, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and I think that even though I, you know, even though I said that, you know, good luck trying to contact Amazon, I think that it is, <laughs> it is our, you know, due diligence to reach out to Amazon whenever we see a problem to bring it to their attention. Um. Because at some point, I think if they hear from enough of us, they're, they're, you know, they're going to have to implement something. It's going to, you know, Amazon's not intentionally trying to like undermine every author out there. It's just, they just, their priorities are just different, right? Now they want to get into healthcare and selling pharmaceuticals and travel. And Mm -hmm. pretty soon they're going to be selling electric cars and God knows what else, you know what I mean? So, (laughs) but Order but a puppy. I, but I think, and and I think what we are seeing, because like I said, now we've done, this is what the fourth show that we've done on changes on Amazon. Amazon is, they're up to something. And I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way. I mean that I think Amazon is exploring some really big changes. I suspect, you know, I hate to say that they're going to drop these in December. They might kind of like they did with Author Central. I think they're they're getting ready to make some broad sweeping changes. And we're going to be doing another show on how AI is influencing Amazon. And I think that kind of goes hand in hand with this episode. But I think from what you're seeing, what I've been seeing, uh, get ready. Because I think some some things are going to be happening that hopefully will, in the long run, really benefit authors. Mm-hmm. You know, benefit search and, and maybe get rid of um, some of the issues that authors have wrestled with in terms of like the stupid ratings. Like you said, I hate those too. Like, Spend the time to write a review. Don't just give something a one-star rating because you didn't like the author or whatever. Right, exactly. So um, with that, I 
we welcome reviews. Speaking of reviews, <laughs> I know <laughs> we welcome reviews wherever you listen to podcasts. Always. We, we love show ideas, by the way. We just got a great show idea this week that we will hopefully implement very soon. Be sure to tune into the next episode, which is going to drop next Friday, where we are going to talk about something that is happening on, not to be super mysterious, I love it, but something that's happening on Amazon. That's really, um, it's, it's, it's a change maker and it's something that we all need to be aware of. So we will see you next time. This is Penny Sansevieri and Amy Cornell. Bye-bye.